This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We're back into it with our panel. Topics worthy of discussion. This one certainly is. Mr. Sparrow, let me ask you this. Uh, This whole idea of roadside sobriety testing that's come into play across the country as of yesterday, no warrant necessary. Cops, they have to lawfully stop you. But, I mean, we put that in quotations because they can say, well, we saw you changing lanes or uh, we thought maybe you didn't have your seatbelt on. Well, they'll concoct something. And then they ask you for, depending on the jurisdiction, saliva test, breathalyzer as well. Are you good with that? I am um, really split on this, and and justifiably so. I was a paramedic for nine years, uh, as you're aware, and I have been to hundreds of accidents that were caused by drunk drivers, and I would like to see fewer drunk drivers on our roads, and it's basically a plague in North America, and we should do everything we can to mitigate that. That that being said, I personally I, I don't drink. I'm never I've never um, been had alcohol and been behind the wheel. And as such, do I want to be stopped and and have to go through a breathalyzer? It's not it's not going to find anything because I don't uh, drink and drive. But the the just being criminalized in essence in that moment um, by the by the police officer is is not a, a great feeling and I certainly understand that uh, our police officers are professionals they're going to pull people over when when there is an actual infraction and not make stuff up uh, 99% of the time but we've certainly heard cases especially um, with some of our minority communities where they are pulled over for no reason because they happen to be in the wrong uh, neighborhood uh, according to the perception of the officer, and then they um, start start to ask them questions, and in this situation, also pursue other things like uh, breathalyzer. All right. So uh, you kind of are in favor, and yet you're not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, in favor, I'm in favor of doing everything we can, and so, mm. so frankly, if, if, we need to, if we want to be tougher on drinking and driving, this is a tougher stance. I think that police officers should have a very justifiable reason for pulling people over, and then, frankly, in the, in the past, you know, police officers are very good at judging whether people have been, have been uh, drinking to the point that they want to uh, t- give them a roadside sobriety test. All right, so- yeah, but let's not act like... We- it was all that high of a standard previously. And that's my particular issue with this. I, I, I'm dead set against this, John. I think it's vast police overreach, and uh, God willing, the courts will strike it down pretty soon. Uh, I, I don't think the bar was that high already. Just to have had some justifiable reason, some cause to say, we're going to administer the breathalyzer test is not a very high bar for police to have to overcome in order to administer a breathalyzer. I think, I agree with you, I think there should be much tougher penalties for drinking and driving. I think jail time makes sense. I'm glad to see that in these new policies. But to completely eliminate any requirement for cause for the police to administer uh, this kind of test, including uh, inside your mouth swab, saliva test, uh, where you swab the inside of your mouth. I mean, like, this is a bit I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, get too close to your politics here, John. It might make me uncomfortable. I was going to say, but, what, what, what side uh, are you? It, it, it feels a little bit Which government brought this in? Know. Yeah, it was a liberal no, government that I, I has, should. No, for me, it has nothing to do with partisan politics. Mm. I'm, I'm not being a partisan this topic. Right. It, it's strictly principles for me. I think this is police overreach, and it feels a little fascist. Wow. All right. Uh, how about you, Tabins? Well, I, I, it's an interesting mix. Um, like Dave, I'm very worried about drunk driving. I think that the consequences are horrendous. We've seen that time and time again, unfortunately. So uh, a really energetic program to deal with it is something that I'm interested in. I have concerns, though, about the potential for 
minorities, uh, people of colour, Indigenous people, to be pulled over in numbers that are disproportionate to them being on the road. And that was something that came up pretty strongly in British Columbia, came up with the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. I think if you were going to do this, you'd actually have to have pretty strong tracking of who gets pulled over and a review of those records so we were seeing that there wasn't the kind of discrimination that's posing the problems we see now with carding here in Ontario. That's a huge problem. Do you have a problem with the ride checks? No, I don't, actually. If everyone's being pulled over, regardless of what color you are, what kind of car you've got, I'm okay with that. I've been pulled over on the Blur Viaduct when they pulled over a whole line of cars. I thought, great, fewer drunk people on the road tonight. I'm fine with that. Let me ask you finally, there's a story we talked about uh, off the top before you arrived. It has to do with stunt driving in Pickering on Sunday, uh, early Sunday morning, about a quarter to three. Young man, 24 years of age, souped up BMW. Uh, He hit peak speeds of over 200 kilometers an hour, and he was chased and surveilled by a police helicopter with infrared technology, and uh, he didn't know that. He'd taken his lights off as he's screaming along White's Road, and uh, ultimately they boxed him in at a service station at Shepherd and Morningside, where four cars, you know, they've got him there dead to rights, and he tries to ram them to get away. The cops have already drawn their weapons. They're beside his window. Uh, he's been taken into custody, but it's one of those things where uh, you've seen this from time immemorial, you know, the rebelliousness of youth. Uh, they're trying to uh, test limits. I guess there's a sense of immortality. I just wonder, is it different these days, though, Dave Sparrow? I mean, the Hellions of yesteryear, you know, where they drag race and do burnouts and stuff like that in parking lots and what have you. Uh, is there something that's changed over the last number of years? So, yes. First of all, I'd say it all looks fun and exciting in the movies, but what's changed is there are way more people on the road now than there were previously. Um, we we have uh, you know bicycles, we have pedestrians, we have all these things happening, maybe not uh, as many at 3 o'clock in the morning. But any person who does this, in my books, is a criminal, should lose their license. This person was traveling at, at 200 kilometers an hour and then tried to escape at the end of it by ramming into police cars if they haven't demonstrated that they don't deserve the right to uh, drive, and when I say the right to drive, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to drive. Then um, simply they, they need to be shut down. Shut down for how long? I, I would say in this particular situation, uh, this person, you know, if I was just making it up, it would be five years before they could even reapply to drive. Five. Wow. All yeah. right. So now we have, a, as you said in the last segment, Dan, the just bar is not it. that high. <laughs> All right. Does he drive again in your world, Dan? Uh it depends, I think, on, on the age of the person. I think that, 24. You know, you know, okay, then 10 years probably makes sense to me, or five years. I, I, don't, I don't I'm not going to, I'm not the one to make that decision. And then start I, I over do, at the beginning of the licensing well, process yeah, and work through the take, graduated licensing. Exactly. Okay. If your no. license is taken away, you restart. I agree with that. Look, I, I don't think it's any worse nowadays. I think that that's a, a, a bit of a misnomer to suggest that there's some additional problem with young people today. You don't think way. the I mean, cars are faster? I mean, the cars Better are. Better engineered? Well, I mean, the cars are uh, better. Uh, are they faster? They're greener. Uh, I don't know. I think you could drive <laughs> yeah. two hundred. You could drive two hundred kilometers uh, an hour in the past, couldn't you, John? Like, I mean, not this is an old Dodge Dart. I don't know that you could. Not no. until I mean, you put like, a three forty six pack in it and a Hurst shift kit and a racing you. coil and a Jag rear end. Wow. Then you can go. Wow! He now knows you're talking tech. like Bo Duke. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's kind of my point too. I mean, like, like, like American graffiti things like that. This isn't a new thing. Like kids well, racing cars. Like, let's not act like there's some grand problem in society that's causing that. And I, I take issue with that part of this conversation. Okay. Well, no, and I'm asking it because uh, of several different aspects to it. Whether or not uh, 
the speeds have changed, the road conditions. David said there's more people on the roads. Uh, it, it, it imperils more f- folks. Has the mindset changed, you know, and Dan's no. just... Okay. I don't think so. He's decrying that. So, all right, you don't think so. My question finally is, Peter Tavins, you know, we got... It's like an auction going here. Uh, Sparrow gives him five years without driving privileges. Dan, not sure, but he said 10. Where do you sit? Well, I actually looked up the penalties. So it's up to five years no license, up to two years in jail, and up to $50,000 fine. And I would say the guy's lucky to be alive, Mm -hmm. and he's lucky he didn't kill anyone. Um, So given that he was lucky, he should get the the full penalty that's allowable. I don't know about Uh, two, two years in prison. That seems Two years in prison is harsh. harsh. I mean, he was trying to run the, you know, the gauntlet here with the cops, you know, basically because he's weaponized his car, hasn't he? He has weaponized his car. car. No, absolutely. We've gone just from kids today to their weaponized interview. Well, those were his words. I I don't want to put put a terrible poll on this, but we just talked about drunk driving. We talked about the other. I went to a scene once on the O'Connor Bridge back in um, the uh, mid-80s where a wedding party was wiped out by a drunk driver driver and that drunk driver had had left a bar and gone and secured his sister's car after his keys were taken away by the bartender the bride was killed the groom was brought into the uh, emergency department the mother of the bride died it was like just a horrendous situation and all because one idiot decided that their right to drive was more important than everyone else out there. And it's, it's just a, a, a really terrible group of situations that we face in, the, in this world. And this kid was on his way to, uh, well, he had trouble that night, but he was on his way to greater trouble in the future, I believe. Could you explain to Dan Moulton that that was your term, he weaponized his car? It was my term, uh, Dan, that, that he one. weaponized Sorry. his I car. Just, it's something about right. the way you talk about issues that triggers me, John. I don't John, know. John was in this. All right. Well, is it the balance of John Brady? <laughs> I'm going to let you go to a safe space now. Uh, oh, thanks. I appreciate, appreciate you all coming in. Dan Moulton, Peter Tabbins, Dave Sparrow. Uh, if I don't see you before uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry happy Christmas. holidays, yeah. Merry uh, Christmas happy New well. Year, uh, yep. Feliz Navidad, and uh, whatever. Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, that's right, right. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, well, this was the airing of grievances, so we covered that base <laughs> as well. I feel very cathartic, actually. Very good. It's uh, nice to see that we've done uh, the Lord's business here this afternoon. <laughs> uh, Amen, brother. Go forth and enjoy. And- Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.